Welcome to Stand Out with Natalia Brzezinski. I'm Natalia, and today I am recording live from Boston from the John F. Kennedy Memorial Library from MSNBC's Know Your Value event, hosted by my sister-in-law, Mika Brzezinski. And we're here with Michelle Smith, designer and founder of Millie and one of the sponsors for Know Your Value. Basically, Michelle says something many of us women don't want to say out loud. When you feel beautiful and confident, then you want to and can stand out. When you feel like you look weird and have on a weird outfit and weird hair, it kind of affects us more. Today, Michelle shares some advice on how to dress and reflect boldness and femininity from the outside in. We'll start with how do you stand out? I stand out because I'm unique and I embrace that. I embrace that I'm different. I embrace that I'm unique and I've recognized that that's my strength for my brand. Have you always had the courage to be unique? I think so. Yes, I've always I've always had this inner Yeah, I've had this inner strength and fortitude to to forge my own path. Um, I always knew I wanted to be a fashion designer. I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and eventually have my own brand. And everything I did was very focused from the time I was a child, from the time I was about 11 years old, was setting me in that direction and on the right path. And every decision I made, whether it was which school I attended or which part-time jobs I took or which cocktail parties I socialized at and networked, everything was pushing me in the right direction to accomplish my dreams. How do you stand up? Stand up for either for other women or stand up after you've fallen or hit an obstacle or a challenge? Well, I think women are particularly resilient and very strong. And, yeah, I just, I tell myself, I take out each day as it comes, and I tell myself, you know, get up, chin up, buttercup. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> Let's attack a new challenge every day. I think uh, women are particularly strong and gifted in that respect. Do you think you've developed this kind of, and I like to call it armor? Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. As an entrepreneur, you get so much, you know, shit rained down on you from various angles. Sure. Yeah, you have to put up. Spotlight is always criticized. Yeah, I, I definitely put up my armor to protect myself, but I also, and sometimes I have to remember. Um, that it's okay to expose my heart, and that's what makes us human and what makes us lovable. Um, so, you know, the armor will bristle up in protection mode occasionally, but I remind myself to, you know, release and uh, to just try to be a good person. How did you balance having children and your business? And a lot of the listeners are entrepreneurs. There's okay. a bit of an innovative entrepreneurial Great. focus. And I often get questions. You know, ask these women practically. Did they take leave? Did you? How right. did you do it? Did your mother okay. help you? Did you have a nanny? Right. Um, you know, it's, it's challenging balancing motherhood with having my own business, with being an entrepreneur. But in many ways, I think it's easier than being an employee of a company because I was always able to choose my own schedule and plan my calendar out. So when I had my first daughter, Sophia, um, I had great help at home. I took four months off, um, but I, I got done what I needed to do from home, whether it was emails or sketching and doing that sort of thing. I would bring fabric appointments to my apartment to see me so I was able to work in between but it was great to have that time to really truly bond with her and then to be able to create my schedule I think you have to realize that you can't do it all 
and that you just have to change a little bit. And maybe if it used to take me, I don't know, six weeks to create a collection, now it's going to take me 10 weeks. And I just have to plan that into my year. And as long as I plan that time that it's going to take me longer, it's okay to let shit slide. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to let, you realize after having children, you have to let shit slide. And it also refocuses you on what's really important. You know, taking care of your children, I think, is first and foremost, but also maintaining your own identity. And, you know, I think my, my children love that I'm a designer, that I'm an entrepreneur, and that I have my own thing going on. I think they're proud of that. So, so I feel really happy where I am right now. I feel like I, it's a little bit of knock on wood, the best of both worlds. And I've found the best balance that I can find. I don't think there's ever a perfect solution, but you find the best for yourself. And did that come easily for you? I mean, the art. I say this now. I've been traveling a lot, and I... I feel guilty. Traveling? I get the guilt from other women. I mean, I was dropping my daughter off from yeah. school, and I get the, are you going again? Oh, I know. Nine days? I know. It's really hard. It's, really hard. it's hard, and it depends. My, daughter, my daughter's school has uh, many more working moms, than, and my son's school has more stay-at-home moms. Um, so I get it a lot from my children. Mommy, why, why can't you pick me up from school today? And that's heartbreaking because it's the, the little things that matter. When I can, I try to tailor my schedule to be able to do those special little things that mean so much. Um, but yeah, it's it's challenging and it is heartbreaking. You just got to do... Any advice for You know, I really try to make weekends family time. So if I need to go out, I go out during the week after my kids have gone to bed so they're not missing me. Put them to bed, then I go out. And uh, on the weekend, it's pure family time. And it doesn't doesn't really get easier. I mean, I'm, here I am in Boston. I'm missing my babies, but I'm also having a great time at the conference. So, yeah, we're always, I think as women, we're always torn between the two worlds, you know. It's great to have that moment um, where you realize that they're seeing what you're doing, especially right. the daughters. Like my daughter came, I came home from London and she said, my teacher said I'm the hardest working girl in class. And, and she said, it's because it's my mom works five oh, jobs. You should. Like, you know, That's you amazing. Know. And right. um, I, how do you kind of like, I guess, of course, you lead by example, but mm-hmm. how do you try to teach? You have a boy and a girl. Right. How do you teach your son to be progressive? I mean, he right. may marry a woman that will want to work. Right. And your daughter to kind of go for it. I think the... The birth order in my family is fantastic because William is younger and Sophia's older. So he looks up to her. He looks, his role model is a girl. And, you know, the sun rises and sets around her for him. They, and they adore each other. So he has a wonderful role model. I think he's always going to appreciate women, look up to women. His mommy, you know, I'm doing a lot of uh, cool, exciting things and giving back. He comes to shows. Yeah, so he understands what I do. And when I get, you know, when I get home from the conference, I'll show them a video of what I did, and they're proud. Tell me about (laughs) Millie and the kind of woman that is the Millie woman or the kind of woman that you want to dress and represent you. Sure. Well, when I set out to design a collection, I want to design clothes that make women feel confident and empowered and beautiful. I think women, all women, want to feel confident, empowered, and beautiful. And that's my mantra. And that's what's going on in my mind. 
when I'm designing. And then um, on the flip side of that, you know, when women are wearing my clothes, I like to dress women who are smart, ambitious, have good souls. You know, that's my ideal customer. It's not a fancy celebrity. It's real women who are in the trenches just like us, making stuff happen. They're the most inspiring customer to me. Is that why you're doing this? Tell me how you got to yeah. value gun, value. Why is this important? I got to you at so many events. Thank you. I got to know Mika about six years ago, I think. We were both um, on the board of um, a charitable organization in New York City called Grace Outreach, and that's how we met. And I had a cocktail party in my store for this organization, and she, she came. We got to know each other. And um, I started to dress her for the show, and we hit it off right away. She's such a smart, engaging, exciting person to be around, and uh, she's an inspiration. So I like to surround myself with cool, inspiring, accomplished women. And doing this conference to be able to, you know, I feel... I feel kind of lucky now that I step back and I look at what I've done and what I've accomplished. I never doubted myself, but maybe there are people out there who are doubting themselves and to be able to teach them to know their value and to bring them up as well is, I mean, what's greater than that? Have you learned anything through this process, like about yourself? Yeah, doing this conference, it's putting me outside of my comfort zone because I'm really confident being a designer, running my business, but public speaking is not my forte, girlfriend. So it's something, it's outside my comfort zone, but it's important to do that and, and to get in front of people and, I think it's human, and look, I'm just like you. I'm up here, and I'm like, get me off this stage and just let me go back to my design studio, you know? So I think it's, for me, it's a good experience as well. And to, to connect with women and hear their stories, and we can all inspire each other and learn from each other. Thank you.